The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 272. Saturday, October 17th, 2015. This is the Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 272. I am Rob, you are Greg. Hey! And is this our 10-year anniversary episode? No! No? No! No. What? The next one. Oh, okay. Okay. You see, we're we're on the same page after ten years. <laughs> we're perfectly in sync. Oh man! Um, Isn't that right, Ted? Ted? I thought your name was Ted. I th- uh, what? God! Can you go with any joke? <laughs> what are you talking about? How is that a joke? I just said I was sarcastically saying we're in we're in sync after ten years, so I just called you a different name oh, as part of the sarcasm. All right. Um, boo. So uh, it's October. What's going on? October twenty fifteen. Yeah. So this is the month that the Back to the Future 2 predictions are supposed to come true, right? Uh, I, I don't think they will. Well, never <laughs> Do know. you? Eh, some things. Some things have uh, come to uh, uh, fruition. Like men wearing two ties? <laughs> Uh, I guess, nah, I guess they missed that one. (laughs) And the flying cars, and, uh... Unfortunately, I I, I wish there were flying cars. Well, I mean, technically, you could talk to your jacket. Yeah. Oh, the the self-fitting jacket. Self-drying. Self-drying. And and self-fitting. Your jacket is now dry. Self-lacing shoes. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, the, 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 the kitchen. All the different appliances. We still have appliances. No, I mean all the ones that were in that movie. Oh. Okay. I don't know. What about the, what about the facts that you got in your bathroom? <laughs> I bring my smartphone with me into the bathroom and I look up facts. Facts? No, I know. Facsimile. Six, six. Well, I get email. It's better. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. So I guess a lot of those predictions were, were untrue. I don't know. We didn't. We, oh, we no, well, wait a minute. Jaws no. 19 yet? Wait, oh, the. Jaws 19. <laughs> 
the the 3D jaws. Um, it still looks fake. I will say that the giant flat screen TV in the in the living room. Right. That that was correct, <laughs> and people using it almost like a window where they just put scenery on the TV. Who the hell does that? Some people do that. I don't, because it's wasting electricity, but some people do that. Mm. So what's new? It's been ten years. Eh, ten years. Well, this is not the tenth anniversary show. I know, but... What was happening in two, 2005... 2005. Next episode. Let's move right. on. All right, move on. Go. <clears throat> so speaking of a long time ago, um, I don't. Do you remember this show that it was called Class of '96? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it had <laughs> nothing was... to do with us, but what was it? I don't remember that. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I, I, it was. It was like a sitcom. Uh, I remember head of the class. No a drama. Yes, everybody remembers Head of the Class. But um, it starred, here's the funny thing, was it starred, two of the women that it starred were, um, uh, were two women that we met at the same chiller, which was uh, Megan uh, Ward and Kari Wurr. Right, and they were standing next to each other. Yeah, they were. Their tables. So this, this was, this, this show came out in 1993. And uh, it was supposed to be college freshman, I guess. It was on, uh, I think it was on ABC. So, Carrie Werher would mm. have been 29 at the time. Mm. Bit of a stretch? <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe she looked good. I don't know. But she was 29 in 1993? Oh, wait, 93? Well, no, ni- oh, no, I see what you're saying. Oh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me recalculate. <laughs> recalculate? 67, 77, 87. Oh, boy. So 26. 26. Yeah, 26. Jeez. But one of the other women who were in the show was uh, Lisa Dean Ryan. Never heard of her. <clears throat> but you've seen her. Okay. She, remember, she, she was the first girlfriend on Doogie Howser. I very, very vaguely remember that show. Come on. I should say, I I should say... You don't remember me, Doug! I remember the show. Hey, hey, Doug! Remember me? I climbed through your window every night. I remember the show. And you were supposed to be the gay one. I just... Well... (laughs) I just... I, I vaguely remember details about Doogie Howser, MD. Oh, come on. Well, when was the last time I saw an episode? 1990? Come on, it's been 25 years. Vinny Del Pino. Yeah, Megan, uh, Megan Ward was 24, 23 or 24 when that was terrific. filmed. Uh uh, so it also starred Jason Gedrick. Never heard of him. Uh, but you've probably seen him. Mm, uh, he's not looking familiar. He was in the Iron Eagle uh, movies. Which is why I don't remember him. 
You remember Iron Eagle with uh, I, rem- I know with, with the, Louis Gossett Jr. Right, Chappie. I know, but why? I got I did a little I did a little dog paddling. Got picked up by an Egyptian merchant ship. <laughs> why would I remember? It's not like I sit here watching Iron Eagle on Alright, so what about this show? What's your point? Oh, no, I just, you know, it's just interesting that this the three women in there that I, I liked as a kid, and um, and that was it. And a lot of the guest stars, interesting. They had Jillian Anderson, Matt LeBlanc. Oh, wow. Uh, Julie Bowen, Robin Tunney. Uh, I've heard of all these people. Interesting. Hmm. But uh, it it failed very quickly. Actually, all right, wait, hold on a minute. Is this? Yeah. You know, I don't. Oh no, I do recognize Lisa Dean Ryan. <sighs> she looks very different now. She got a lot of plastic surgery. Oh boy! It looks like it looks like different nose. <laughs> different nose. Different face. What are you talking about. I'm telling you, if you look at the pictures of her young and now, very different. Uh, all right. That doesn't matter. All right. Who cares? Doesn't <laughs> matter. Doesn't matter. All right. Uh, so what, you were watching this recently or what? No. No. So how did you remember it? I just was f- fishing around on Wikipedia and I got to like <clears throat> Lisa Dean Ryan. I was like, oh, I remember her. And then it said that she left Doogie Hauser and... She did this show, and I was like, no, oh, I don't remember this show at all. I remember I, I did not find her attractive. Really? Well, th- th- that hairstyle. Yeah, well. I, should, I mean, again, who cares what I think? But I don't. I should, I should shut up with that. <laughs> uh, well, no, because I don't want to seem, I don't want to, you know, come across as shallow or superficial or I just I didn't find her it's, it's, the hairstyle was horrendous alright uh, so um, yeah you know also um, I um, I mean I already played I guess I would have already played this I'm still putting it together but uh, from from the vault Uh-oh. the Paunch Stevenson show vault <laughs> The, these quote-unquote interviews that you did with the uh, cast of uh, Hair. The Broadway musical <laughs> revival. Yeah, in 2007. Was it 2000? Yeah, it was around, yeah. Uh, I, I think know, it was that's, set that's, 7, that's 8. dated it. Oh, yeah, it must have been 2. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, so you give me these things and you're like, oh yeah, you know, I did all these 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 goofy interviews with these people and I never used it, so here. <laughs> right. Well, I, fr- I lost the files or I forgot where I put them and then I found them like seven years later. I was like, hey, here you go. Eight years later. <clears throat> right. So, yeah, so I find these things and I'm like, um, <laughs> just like... All right, well, he's annoying these people with questions about Steven Seagal. <laughs> and they weren't, like, they were trying to, like, play along, I guess, but they they weren't really doing a very good job. It didn't turn out to be very funny. No, well, they, that's why I just forgot about 
No. They weren't even trying to play along. They just had no idea what I was even talking about. Uh, or or what I was doing or where I was going with that. I, I They must have felt like me. <laughs> Maybe. All right, so that's that. Um, Wait, hold on a second. I have something for you. Did you see this? Did I see this? Well, I, I can't see with the ads all over the freaking Skype. Oh, Randy Quaid. <laughs> Why does he look like Santa Claus now? I don't know. He was, like, hiding away in Canada, pretending he was insane so they wouldn't deport him because he's he's wanted on some kind of vandalism charges. What? In California. I don't, what, what is going on with him? I don't know. I don't know, Clark! Jeez. I don't know, Clark. So, yeah, so right before recording, we both just, you know, we both launch Skype, and it does this mandatory update to update mm. it to the latest version, and now there's banner ads in, banners. in the app. Bruce Banners. What is that? I don't know. Put banner ads inside of an app? Get out of here. A desktop app. Right. Ridiculous. Is Microsoft that that uh, starving for pennies? I guess. Jeez. Anyway. So what else? <laughs> Randy Quaid. Ah, well, so speaking of... Uh... Of Randy Quaid and uh, and National Lampoons, um, I I recently met Chevy Chase. Really, Chevy Chase. So he was Chevy Chase, and you were. I was not. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? It was actually a lot of fun. So uh, he wasn't very arrogant. No, he he was very very funny. I I had a feeling like he would be. Like just just like a mess, but he he seemed very uh, he was very on the ball, hmm. the well, on the now, bay all. Now where was this? So there's this uh, um, this company called Steiner, uh, Steiner Sports, right? And um, they uh, they specialize in in mostly sports autographs. You know, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so, so every once in a while they'll have like a, uh, a private, uh, autograph session or something where you can come to their, they have a store that's out in Long Island in a mall, or you can go to their headquarters, which is in uh, New Rochelle, New Jersey. That's what this one was. And, uh, they'll have the celebrity come in, and they, uh, they have a Q&A, and they have food, and you get a picture with them, an autograph, and whatever. It's very expensive, but... Nonetheless, there it is. Now, his real name is Cornelius Chase. Ah. Cornelius! That's right. So what did you... Did, did, did Damn he, dirty ape. Did he autograph anything? Right. So, well, the autographs he had, they they mailed out later. Oh, but it, it was uh. So I, I picked. 
No, but I mean, like, you know how you usually bring something with you to no, have some... No, 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 it was only posters that, oh. that you had to pre-select. So you couldn't bring your Spies Like Us DVD? No, I, I don't know if that's on DVD, to be honest, but... <laughs> don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Come on, I like that movie! <laughs> doctor? You know who... Come on, Doctor? 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 Doctor who? Doctor! You know who uh, who did the soundtrack? Yes, I know. That's right, love. That's right. Spies like us. Spies like us. <laughs> that song made no sense. <laughs> Had nothing to do with anything. Do you think that was like the beginning of the end for him? Oh, no, 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 no. The beginning of the end was, was probably five years earlier. Really? The whole Japan thing. The Japan, well, with the marijuana, <laughs> the suitcase full of marijuana. Come on, it's a big deal. <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, so actually, what? I think give my regards to Broad Street. <laughs> I think that preceded Spies Like Us. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally. You know, there are certain things that are so bad that they're good. Hmm. That they're it, it, it's it's just unintentionally funny and cheesy and corny and bad. Yeah. This was just bad. It was <sighs> it was just bad. Well, yeah, but he, he wrote no more lonely nights for that. Uh, so it's not one of my favorites. No, but even even if it no were, more it doesn't. Nights. You know, ninety minutes of garbage <laughs> isn't worth a three minute song. All right. Well, anyway, so <clears throat> I um, it was, it was expensive, but anyway, you got it with the ticket. You got um, a couple autographs, a couple of photos. So I um, I split it with a an old friend of ours, Jason C. Ah, wait, can I just say something uh. real quick? I'm reading this thing, and it says in 1975, New York Magazine had a cover story calling Chevy Chase the funniest man in America. Hmm. NBC executives referred to him as a potential successor to Johnny Carson. I, I did not know that, no. <laughs> future host, Chevy Chase, potential future host of The Tonight Show. And then, yes, sir! And then supposedly uh, Johnny Carson replied... <laughs> no. Chevy Chase is such a horrible comedian, he can't even ad-lib a fart. Ah! <laughs> so anyway. Chevy, Chevy Chase, Ed. Uh, you, hear, you hear about this this guy, Chevy Chase, huh? Oh, oh, oh yes, sir. Oh, oh. Yeah, he's on, he's, on the, uh, he's on the Saturday Night Live, Ed. Saturday Night Live. He, uh, uh, Chevy Chase... I could just envision, envision him with, you know, with the, uh, the Karnak and, right. and the envelope. You know, the... Chevy Chase uh, couldn't ad lib a line. What was it? Was the line? Couldn't, couldn't, such a bad comedian, he couldn't ad lib a fart. Ah, Chevy Chase. Uh, ad Chevy Chase. <laughs> yes, ah, yes, Chevy Chase. Yeah. Couldn't ad lib uh, a. I can't, I can't remember it. A fart. He's such a bad comedian. How bad is he? How, how bad is he? <laughs> 
He uh, he couldn't handle a fart. I mean, was Johnny Carson that good that he's bashing Chevy Chase? Yes. All right. No, Johnny Carson was hilarious. You know, remember I I said that they they've been replaying his his shows on uh, yeah on whatever the hell that channel was, and I haven't watched any from yet. Oh, Antenna TV. Antenna, yeah, I, I just never remember. And, and it's eleven p.m. And of course, you said that's too late for you. Way too late. Yeah, I'm I'm sleeping already. Oh God. Um. Anyway, so, so anyway, so you and Jason. Yeah, so I met him up there uh, with a bunch of the other marked out uh, psychopaths. <laughs> and, uh, no, but, you know, wait, it wait, was... Wait, 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 Jeremiah? Of course! From, what was it, episode 270? Is that, yeah, is that what it was? Paunchstevenson.com Yes. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, we, um, met up there and, uh, they had some good food out there in the buffet and uh, some good food and um you know and then we all sat down and then came uh, chevy chase wow and uh, you know he was making fun of the moderator he was you know making fun of uh some of his old work and and stuff and he was just very funny you know very quick and quick-witted quick-witted <laughs> really yeah so I, johnny I was, carson was wrong yeah, i mean jason felt that that chevy chase was really coked out but <laughs> he's like he looks like somebody who's just taking way too much coke <laughs> jeez coca-cola uh, no <laughs> not the uh taste of uh was that pepsi taste of the new generation oh taste the rainbow <laughs> that's skittles <laughs> Anyway, so, um, yeah, he was really funny, and then at one point he burped, and everybody laughed. And... <laughs> what? So he can fart, or burp. And then he asked everybody if they wanted to see his Johnson. Uh, like Virgil? Sort of. What, I, what, what was the punchline? I don't get it. That was the punchline, I don't know. Right, the, guy is... asked him, the guy asked him a dumb question, and he just started, like, rambling, and he was like... He was like, oh, well, do you want to see my cock? And then everybody left. <laughs> That's, that does not sound very funny to me. You had to be there. We can't even say that. I know. I'll. I'll right. Well, here, here. I will actually, I'll show you the actual line now because oh, one of the people uh, <clears throat> recorded this uh, this little thing here. But, um, you know, I, I just felt um, I wanted something new. I, I do think you're getting a little feedback from my mic. Hello? <laughs> just a touch. Did you feel it? <laughs> Would you like to see my cock? <laughs> so watch it. Yeah, it was stupid. No, well, that was the line. What can I tell you? All right. Chevy Chase. So I got the picture with him. It was very cool. And uh, I went up there and I was like, I was like, ah, Chevy. I was going to sing you the Marty Moose song, but there's no time. And he's like, he's like, ah, Marty Moose. <laughs> he didn't care. Yeah, he laughed. He didn't care. 
Eee. Probably didn't even remember what that was. He remembers Marty Moose. Yeah. Who's the Moosey Moose we know? Marty Moose. Who's the star of our favorite show? Marty Moose. <laughs> M is for Mary, remember you'll see. O is for, oh gosh, oh golly, oh gee. S is for super sport, family glee. E is for everything you want to be. M-A-R-T-Y. M-O-O-S-E. Right, Let's not spill, kids! Morty Wolf, Morty Wolf! Oh, that's me! Stop. Please. Ah, we used to sing that all the time! Um, alright, so which movie was better? Caddyshack or Fletch? Oh, come on. <laughs> Fletch, right? Uh, no! <laughs> Fletch! I know, that was one of the poster choices. It was like, the, the, you know, the vacation movies, I picked Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Caddyshack, and then Fletch. <laughs> and they were, they, why did they make no, a sequel? Fletch? But why did they make a sequel? I guess the first one made money. Nah, I don't know. Actually, yeah, you're right. It did make money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> $8 million to make $60 million at the box office. Yeah. I mean, Chevy Chase was like box office gold for about 12 years or 10 years. For some reason. What do you mean? <laughs> Nothing but trouble? You didn't like that? No, it was terrible. <laughs> Now it says the author of the Fletch novels. What? This was based on a series of novels. So the author of the Fletch novels in the 1970s wanted either Burt Reynolds or Mick Jagger what? <laughs> to play. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The film studio wanted either Burt Reynolds or Mick Jagger to play Fletch. But the author said no <laughs> and agreed to Chevy Chase, despite having never seen or met him before. I mean, I could see Burt Reynolds, but Mick Jagger? I don't know. <laughs> He's terrible. He's a worse actor than McCartney. Now this says a prequel called Fletch One is still in development and has uh, been in development for more than 20 years. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why? Fletch, get out of here. 1985. It's terrible. Now, what would you say was the... Um, sort of the, the jumping, the jump-the-shark moment of, of Chevy Chase? Was it <laughs> Nothing But Trouble, which came out in 1991... Memoirs of an Invisible Man, which came out in 1992. <laughs> yes. You nailed it. <laughs> or, and good God, I saw this in the theaters, Man of the House. It was in 1995. I don't even remember that. That was the one with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh, what was the premise? Chevy Chase. Um... Mm -hmm. 
I think he was the stepfather for this, for Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh, who was supposed to be like, you know, Mr. Tough Guy or something. He was three feet tall. <laughs> right. And uh, they go on like a camping trip. And, you know, it becomes a disaster and shenanigans. Uh, Terrible. Now, now, you know who else was in that? No. Someone else you met. Oh, George Went. Yeah. Well, don't ask me how I remember that. What about Cops and Robertsons? No, that was Jack pretty Palance? bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> I would say yes, definitely Memoirs of an Invisible Man was <laughs> that was that was the moment right there where it was like, what is it, what is this? This isn't funny. It was bad. Well, and, and yeah, right, and it was bad. Budget forty million, box office fourteen million. <laughs> It was uh, it was Chevy Chase, Daryl Hannah, Sam Neill, and Michael McKeon. Yeah, uh, Gregory Martin, who is uh, George <laughs> right. Martin's son. That's right. <laughs> the, oh, wait. the infamous séance scene. Nick, where is Nick? <laughs> and Jim Norton was in the movie. Jim Norton. Yeah. What do you mean, Jim Norton? It says uh, Dr. Bernard Wax was played by Jim Norton. Like the comedian Jim Norton? Uh, the... Oh, this is some guy from Ireland. <laughs> the Irish character actor born in 1938. No, no, that's not him. So no, not, not our Jim Norton. Anyway, Memoirs of the Invisible Man. Terrible. Chevy. 1992. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase is 72 years old. Yeah. He just turned 72. Can you believe that? Bound to happen. Supposedly, he influenced Mike Myers, Will Ferrell, Tim Allen, Will Arnett, Rob Hubel and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds? I don't know. And he's been married three times. Well. Alright, so. Do you know Tim Allen's real name? <clears throat> Allen Timothy? Nope. I don't know if I could say this. Uh oh. <laughs> Tim Dick. What? That's his name. Really? That's what it says on Wikipedia. Tim Dick? Yeah. His father Ooh. was Jerry Dick. Okay. And his Jerry mother Dick. was Martha... Her Dick. maiden name was Martha Fox, but then Martha Dick. So. so he was married the first time to someone called Laura. So she would have been Laura Dick. Right. And then Jane Dick. Right? And he has two children. Oh, jeez. Oh, well. Uh, that would be a Catherine. Kathy Dick. And Elizabeth Dick. And Liz Dick. <laughs> anyway. Um, enough of the Tim Allen jokes. 
Um, so real quick, um, Hollywood can't stop Hollywood the... Hogan. No, well, oh, he's in. He's did we have we talked about him yeah, yet? That he's a racist. The, the N word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He videotaped himself screaming the N word for twenty minutes. <laughs> but what you gonna do, brother? I can't even keep a straight face. What you gonna do, brother? Um, when racism runs wild on you, uh, I forgot to say, brother. <laughs> brother, yeah. So, um. You know, Hollywood, they just won't stop with these terrible uh, reboots. Hollywood or Lily Woo? What? No, never mind. It was a, nothing. It was a Gary Shandling <sighs> reference. <laughs> a Gary Shandling reference? <laughs> Can you... <laughs> what, what does he sound like? Yeah, yeah Gary. Yeah. Hey, Gary. <laughs> Gary Shandling. <laughs> so long. But all right, so so Hollywood with the reboots. So they're still talking about a MacGyver reboot. <laughs> Why? I don't know. MacGruber. <laughs> Having nothing to do with MacGruber. Um, and then also, I hear that they're they're working on a Rush Hour reboot of some sense. Really? With uh, with Chris Tucker and and no, uh, well, no, it's a reboot. Jackie Chan. They wouldn't be in it if it's a reboot. <laughs> You could reboot it with the what they re, they rebooted uh, X Files and David Duchovny. That's not a reboot. What is it? It's it's the X Files. It's a continuation. Oh, we'll get out of here. It's more of a restart than a reboot. What the, what's the difference? Oh, there is a difference. Do you remember? Canon. 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 Do you remember when computer? Speaking of restarting versus rebooting, do you remember when? The computers that we had growing up, like the old 386s and 486s, the computers actually had a reset button. Yeah. And they don't anymore. No, that's good. <laughs> it's not really necessary. <laughs> you can push reset, it resets the whole thing. Well, now it's more software-driven. Yeah. Or it is software-driven. Back then, it wasn't. You know, you're, you had your software, but if the software got, like, like screwed up and you were locked up you had no choice you had to re reset it yeah or pull the plug well you could do that too but <laughs> seriously sometimes you had to pull the plug because it got stuck yeah you configured you know the wrong irq or the wrong dma or whatever yes. it's like ah i forgot pull the plug all right <laughs> start over eh. anyway yeah. So wait. So what are they? So Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Who's gonna be in that? I don't know. No, Kevin. I don't think it's Kevin Hart. Right. No. Kevin Hart. Ugh. And who's a young karate guy? <laughs> now nobody. Nobody does karate anymore. Well, so, so how could they reboot it? Nah, they just get an Asian guy. They get like Ken Jong or something. <laughs> he can't do martial arts. So that would be <laughs> that would be horrible. Oh my god, that would be so stupid. Mr. Wu. Oh, Ken Chung. As Jackie Chan. Yeah. Oh, right. So what wait, what was the other one you said? 
MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver. Yeah, whatever. So what else? What else are they rebooting? Well, not so much rebooting, but again, it's in the news. Um, wait, what the hell is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I saw this. I can't believe this is true. Somebody put this on Facebook that... Now, they're talking about another Die Hard movie. <laughs> but that, but that this would be a prequel. What? <laughs> With who? <coughs> I gotta get somebody else. Other than maybe, almost a George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt again. No, as Constantly as keeps uh, playing young Bruce Willis. As Bruce Willis. But, like, the, the whole point of Die Hard that, you know, you had this guy who was this New York cop. And that's all he was, just a regular New York cop. And then he just sort of happened into the this, like, hostage situation. Right. You know, that was kind of the premise. It was right. never, oh, by the way, he's really, you know, Rambo. Right, he's a ninja. And, uh, <laughs> you know, flying helicopters into tractor trailers and... Yippee-ki-yay-yay! Yeah. Nah, so reboot. That's, that's it's all stupid, reboots. Uh, stupid question. Pretty soon they'll reboot, reboot. The, the, the cartoon. Yes, I know. I know reboot! Um, Actually, I have a movie review. Uh-oh. So, uh, what year did this come out? Let me just look it up real quick. In 2007, Ben Stiller came out with a movie, The Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you ever see it? I've met Ben Stiller. Well, I, that's correct. It was Michelle Monaghan and Jerry Stiller. I've met her too. Rob Corddry, Carlos Mencia, Ugh. Danny McBride, Scott Wilson. I met. met Scott F. Wilson. Yes. We both, yeah, we both met. Chiller Theater. Scott Wilson, yeah. So anyway, 2007. Every convention. That's right. 2007, yeah. The Heartbreak Kid, Ben Stiller. This thing got so trashed. I have seen this movie. So trashed by the critics. Panned. Trashed. Panned and trashed. And just, mm. you know, this was on multiple worst movie of all time lists. And so it was on TV one time. This was a few years later. It was on TV one time. I'm like, yeah, it's Ben Stiller. Let me give. Let me just see, right? And and I ended up watching the whole thing, and it was actually very funny. Yeah. It, was, it was silly and goofy and funny, and and I liked it. It was actually very funny. I don't know why this thing got so harshly criticized as being unfunny, horrendous, a waste of 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 film, a waste of people's time. So anyway, you know, uh, uh, a lot of the reviews were saying that the original movie, like, so it turned out this was a remake, uh. supposedly, and the original movie was from 1972 called The Heartbreak Kid, starring Charles Grodin. Oh, that's right, Charles. And, uh, and, and I never, but you know, like the, I, these critics kept going on and on about how amazing this original version was. It was, it yes. was, you know, one of the funniest American movies of all time. It's a classic. You have to watch it before you die. It's so great and hilarious and just a classic, amazing movie. 
Okay. Yeah. Never watched it. Flipping, I was flipping through the channels the other day, and I happened to see, oh, Heartbreak Kid. Oh, it's the Ben Stiller. Oh, no, wait, 1972. Oh, it's finally. I get to see the original. Yeah. So I recorded it on the DVR. I watched it, fast-forwarded through the commercials. I don't know. See, this is why I know that you and I are, are critics, and we criticize movies, and we criticize everything, video games and TV shows and everything. And we are very, very good critics because we tell the truth. These critics, what, what is wrong with these critics? This movie was such a piece of garbage. <laughs> this original 1972, one of the best, hundred best movies of all time. You'll, you'll laugh your socks off. It's hilarious. This, first of all, this thing, there wasn't a single laugh in this entire movie. Wait, so you watched both? I've seen both now. And the Ben Stiller one, which was one of the hundred worst movies ever made, is very funny. Yeah. And this original 1972 Charles Grodin Heartbreak Kid, which was one of the 100 funniest movies ever made, was a boring piece of garbage. <laughs> it was uh... not funny. It was not funny. It wasn't. It was bad. I understand. You know, people say uh, the the Dustin Hoffman movie from a few years earlier, The Graduate, classic movie. You have to watch it. It's amazing. It's funny and it's dark and it's edgy. It's all this stuff. I watched it multiple times because it's so critically praised. Yeah. And and how amazing it's going to blow your mind. It's one of the best movies ever made. I've watched The Graduate multiple times, and I'm like. Okay, it's not that good. Nah. It's like you know, it's it's just average. Maybe it was a product of its time, right? Like this heartbreak kid. Maybe these movies were were something, you know, when they first came out, and maybe it was edgy, maybe it was different or something. But now, and you know, that in the twenty tens, in the two thousand, you watch these old movies that are so beloved and praised and 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 held up on the pedestal, and it's like. What are these people talking about? I don't know. I I I just these critics have have a have some kind of problem. I don't know. I don't know. I never agree with the critics. They're they're just <laughs> well. I think sometimes they just look for, like, say, take somebody like Ben Stiller. They probably like don't like him. Well, by right by that point, Ben Stiller had been in every movie for the last five and years. It, they and they get sick of him. They got and they sick just, of him. But yeah, I know they're just itching for something. It's like Adam Sandler, you know. Now, granted, Adam Sandler has made garbage. Yes, that I Lately, agree. But with. you know, one of the the worst movies that they panned was was That's My Boy. Right. But I liked that movie. I yeah, thought it was, was really right. funny. It was all right. I mean, Click was terrible. Yes. And Grandma's Boy. That, nah, that was garbage. <laughs> Although I will say in Grandma's Boy, the guy that played the weird goth, like, nerdy boss, that, that character was funny. Mm. But, you know, anyway, yeah, these critics are just a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Come on. You have to trust us, the Paunch Stevenson show. Right. For, for all your, your movie and TV and video game needs. <laughs> uh, so, um, 
All right, so then another bit of news item. Uh, I guess we got to talk about stupid Steve Ren is easy. Yeah. Oh. Now wait, wait, but hold on a second. Hold, on. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One last thing about these heartbreak kid movies. Uh. One last thing. The in the Ben Stiller version. In the Ben Stiller version. Right. The whole premise is he falls in love. Right. He, he, the 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 man and and you know and, and woman meet each other randomly. They fall in love instantly, and it's just this whirlwind uh, relationship where they get married really quickly and go on this honeymoon, and, and they they really don't even know each other. That's the premise. Yeah. So they're, uh, they're, they're hanging out at the beach or whatever, and they're back at the hotel room, and it turns out that the woman who Ben Stiller ended up marrying very quickly is a psychopath. And, of course, and, and a drug addict, but you know, like in a goofy, funny way. She's like, he's like, wait, what are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm just snorting cocaine. What? What do you mean you're just snorting? Oh my god, I'm finding out all these things about you. I thought you were a good person. So anyway, she ends up getting really bad sunburn and has to <laughs> stay in the hotel the rest of the honeymoon. So right. he keeps going out, and and he meets this other normal woman. <laughs> And then they fall in love, and he's like, yeah, but, you know, I got this little problem, you see, uh, I'm actually married, I'm on my honeymoon, yeah. but, 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 you know, but the woman's a, a psychopath, it's just, yeah. I, you know, it was a mistake, it was, so it was very silly, and, and, you know, the things that Ben Stiller is doing, it makes sense, because the woman actually is just a really evil, crazy right. nutcase, lunatic, and he has to get away from her. Um, and the new woman is nice. Now, in right. the so it was, it was very funny. And he had to, like, figure out how to hide the new woman from the crazy woman. And it was silly. Now, the crazy woman uh, was played by Malin Ackerman, who I've also met. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's right. So in the original movie, Charles Grodin's character, same thing. He meets a woman. He kind of, you know, they, they get married very quickly. The woman gets sunburned. You know, they're on their honeymoon. The woman gets sunburned. She has to stay in the hotel. But this woman is a perfectly normal, nice woman. Yeah. And the Charles Grodin character goes and falls in love with um, uh, Sybil Shepard. <coughs> right. Who is kind of, you know, like, kind of... Uh, uh, what's the, How can I say this on the air? I don't know. Uh... Uh, kind of, you know, moody. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. Wait, wait. Chevy Chase was in the original. Uh, well, no, nah, he was like a. It was like a, a bit part. No, he's a waiter or something. But, but you know, so he falls in love with this other woman played by Sybil Shepherd, who's very moody and and very, uh, <sighs> very uh, like closed off. But. Whereas I felt, you know, I, I could, I could, I could relate to the, to what Ben Stiller was doing because the woman actually turned out to be so insane. In this one, the Charles Grodin character is doing all the mean things to his wife, you know, his new wife, meeting this woman and, and locking her in the hotel room and whatever. And I'm like, that's not funny. She's a nice woman. She's just a perfectly normal, nice woman. <laughs> What can I say? I don't know. It was, it was yeah, it was terrible. 
It was it was so bad and boring. Can't help you there. Anyway, all right. So next, <laughs> Steve ran as easy. So stupid Steve ran as easy from yeah. from the league. Yes. So I think we mentioned this maybe even like we I think even we mentioned this way back when. That, you know, it had been in the bio of Steve Ren is easy forever that um, that he worked on Wall Street or something like that before he became a comedian. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. It's like it was right in his Wikipedia bio. I don't. Why would I read that? <sighs> anyway. All right. So he was a he was an investor. Yeah. An accountant. No, he wasn't like an a, investor. An accountant, whatever. You, whatever. Something like that, yeah. So, basically which, what he which said... Which he looks like one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he had said that he worked for Merrill Lynch, and that they were in the World Trade Center, and that um, he was in one of the towers when it got hit, and, you know, he evacuated, and nothing happened to him when he went home. Right. And it was a, a very, very small, like, blurb... Like I said, in Wikipedia, that nobody ever, like, asked him about it. No, nobody even, like, cared, I guess. Okay. So, <clears throat> at some point, he did an interview a couple of years ago on some radio show, and they asked him about it. And then he, he started going into this story about how his girlfriend uh, was stuck on one of the trains that were stuck in the tunnels that, you know, were stuck in between, had to be backed out of the tunnels. So, he's like... You know, we didn't know if she was alive or dead, and blah, blah, blah. So, I, I don't know. Again, I, he's been on the league forever. You know, he had... But he, he had the, uh, uh, a comedy special coming out on Comedy Central. Mm. And at some point, somebody at New York Times investigated, uh, you know, this story and found out that, Ren is, that uh, A, Merrill Lynch never had an office at the World Trade Center. Oh, that what? B that B Merrill that he never worked for Merrill Lynch. <laughs> he, he basically made the entire story up. Why? Yeah. So what was his and that he had never he had said that he had attended uh, uh, SUNY Purchase University, but he he didn't. He actually graduated from uh, SUNY at Oneonta. So. <laughs> It was like all these lies. <laughs> but, but why? I don't know. <laughs> was this part? Was he doing like a like a, a, a what's his name? Uh, was you know like a was, Walter Mitty? No, was he doing an Andy Kaufman hoax kind of thing? I don't know. He just said that he again in his biography it had said that. The 9-11 stuff had affected him so much, and he's like, you know, i got to do something else with my life. I was almost killed, so I moved to Los Angeles to become a comedian. Jeez. So, now he posted a tweet that said, yeah. I don't I don't know why I said this. This was inexcusable. I am, Ryan! I, I am truly, truly sorry. For many years, more than anything, I have wished that... With silence, I could somehow erase a story told by an immature young man. This is over two tweets. Yeah. It only made me more ashamed. How could I tell my children to be honest? 
It is to the victims of 9-11, now, now it's three tweets, of 9-11 and to the people who love them and, and the people who love me, I ask for forgiveness. Mm. This was a month ago. Yeah, I know. That's pretty much when it all broke. So, <clears throat> uh, so this annoyed us because, you know, at Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, they were, you know, they were going to have a panel for the league. And we were hoping to meet some more of them, get some autographs from them, and they canceled it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, you know, they canceled the panel. They didn't cancel the show, but they canceled the panel. So he's pretty much uh, radioactive. Well, he's still on the show. Well, again, they didn't cancel the show, but the show is done. This is this was the yeah, last season. True. Well, <laughs> well. So I don't know if we're you know he's he's I think relegated to like Michael Richards territory. <laughs> Michael Jackson. It was profoundly see he, he now he's posting like a million tweets about it. It was profoundly yeah. disrespectful to those who perished and those who lost loved ones. The stupidity and guilt I have felt for many years has come on. Why why is it doing this? Has <laughs> not abated. It was an early taste of having a public persona, and I made a terrible mistake. Yeah. And then someone, I don't know, all, all the, res the, the the replies to him are... are uh, <laughs> Vulgar? A lot of them, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. Well... Oh, man. The only reason you came clean is because the New York Times exposed you, you phony... <laughs> uh, I mean, this. Oh wait, it's someone just... someone tweeted, "It's okay, Brian." Ah! <laughs> oh well. It's just this really just seems like a a bit that they would have done on the league. <laughs> they should. They oh, should. Too late. Maybe the finale. No, I think they had finished filming. Oh, yeah. Pretty much by the time this all broke. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I think they were still filming. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's tough. Uh, that's tough. <laughs> Wait, someone tweeted. Someone tweeted, man, that's such a Kevin thing to do from the league. It really is. <laughs> oh, and then, like, Ellie finds out and gets all mad. <laughs> You also lied about attending SUNY Purchase. Is your entire life a lie? Are you even really a comedian? <laughs> Jeez. Uh... Wow. That's weird, man. That's, yeah, it's really weird. And you met him. Yeah. Yeah, he was really nice. What can I tell you? Uh, oh, well. I hope, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what's, what goes through people's minds? Ah. Uh... So, um, yeah. I mean, the only thing that's that's weird is if he somehow was able to to like profit off of it or or further no, his no, career. No, I mean, he didn't. No, he didn't. You know, out of sympathy, it's... like, oh yeah, we'll give this guy his break. Look at all the things he just went through, or what? I mean, I don't know if that happened or not, but I'm just saying it's not like he murdered somebody and covered it up or. Or, you know, the whole Michael Jackson nonsense with the children. Eh. You know, I mean, it's it's, eh, it's, well. it's not as harsh as that. 
So speaking of another phony, George Lucas. Uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> what? Michael Jordan. He's so phony. Okay. All right. So what about George Lucas? <clears throat> and well, nothing about George Lucas, but um. So well, no, I, actually no. You know what? George Lucas is is he's a phony director. Yeah. So John Landis, uh, also director. Okay. Of course, uh, directed the Blues Brothers. So John Landis uh, was uh, was doing some kind of a Q and A and said that somebody told him that they were finally going to actually release the original cut of Star Wars on Blu-ray. <laughs> okay. Wait. Now he was the who was he again? He's a director of what? Movies. Star Wars. John Landis. I know, I'm asking, was he the director of Star Wars? No, I, no, Blues Brothers. Who was the director of Star Wars? George Lucas. I thought somebody else directed Star Wars. No, not the first one. Oh, okay, all right, all right sorry, all right. Wait, so what, So how does he know Star Wars is getting released? Uh, I don't know, I forgot, he said somebody told him. Somebody at Disney. Oh, so, okay. like, I believe it when I say it! Yes, I agree <laughs> with that. Uh, um, yeah, so there was that. Uh, Is that something that if it were released, you would buy? Do you of still course. Ca- so you still care? Yes, I, want it, I wanted the HD version yeah. of the original Star Wars. It hasn't been altered. I know, well, I'm telling you, you could download that that um... I don't want to do that. It's a pain. <laughs> well, you Why should I everything? have to do that nonsense? You download everything. No, I don't. Come on. You download a lot of stuff. Eh. Or you used to. I don't know about it anymore. But... Eh. Anyway. Um... But, but what was it called again? Star Wars? It was No, but it was the Star Wars um, D... Uh, oh. Uh, D, D-Specialized. D-Specialized. Star Wars D-Specialized. Eh. HD. Yeah. So, uh, uh, anything else for this episode? Nope. Where where, where did you get your information? (laughs) How real was the what? A quarrel with Bill Murray, the second season. We've had 20 quarrels. (laughs) We've had so many damn quarrels. Oh, you mean when he uh, uh, wanted to uh, hit me? It was this real. (laughs) Me? Bill. (laughs) He jumps at me? Me. Boxer. That was it. Oh, we oh, we ended up hitting John uh, in the head from behind. Belushi. And it was never brought up again with his brother in the previous films after that? No, uh, are you kidding? They don't care about each other. <laughs> They're from Chicago. No, Brian, I've had in billions of films. He don't care. I, I mean, they love each other. And I, I, Brian, uh, in fact, got his arms around me before I threw any punches.
and boy, he was strong, and he's not a big guy. So uh, I don't know, but, but uh, Billy has had me play golf with him many times since then, and I can't play golf. I mean, I meet him at the ninth hole after the first swing, and he's up there eating a sandwich or something. Where have you been? You know, I don't know. But uh, very genuinely funny guy, Bill Murray. You just have to keep your, uh, your back away from him. You want, you want to make sure that a club doesn't hit you right in the, in the back of the head. He's a violent man. <laughs>